Thank you for joining us today for our study about patience. No, I wouldn't do that to you, but we are going to study about patience. We'll be quoting from the English Standard Version of the Bible, the ESV. The Bible has a lot to say about patience. It's one of those things we could all use a little more of. Let's consider some things about patience that you can use today. We're going to talk about how God is patient with us, how we can be patient during hardships, and how we should be patient with others. The human race has done a lot of things that go counter to God's will. That's why it's really good news that God is patient with us and always has been. If you think back to your Sunday school stories from the Old Testament, you'll realize that it is true. Take the story of Noah, for example. God had decided to wipe the world clean and rid it of sin, if temporarily, but he waited patiently for Noah to have enough time to build a boat large enough to hold several of each kind of animal present in the world. 1 Peter 3.20 says about that story, God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Thousands of years later, when Moses was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt, God explicitly characterized himself as a very patient God. The Lord passed before him, Moses, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, it says in Exodus 34.6. Fast forward another couple of thousand years to the prophet Jonah, and you will find that God was so well known for his patience with people, Jonah even quotes that scripture from Exodus in Jonah 4.2, that Jonah was reluctant to preach God's judgment to Nineveh because he didn't like the Ninevites and he knew that if they turned to God, God would forgive them. Why is God so patient with us, the human race? It's because God loves us and wants to bring us back into fellowship with him. Romans 9.22 says, What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? We are the vessels of wrath. Without God's forgiveness, we carry sin and its penalty around with us. God knows that the only way to eliminate that sin is to destroy it. But he also knows that destroying the sin means destroying the sinner as well. 2 Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Repentance, turning from a sinful, self-focused life to a life lived for God, is the only way for the sinner to escape being destroyed along with his sin, and God is willing to wait for as many people to turn to him as possible. But we shouldn't delay turning to God. Do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? It says in Romans 2.4, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? And therein lies the reason for God's patience. As you begin to understand how patient God is with you, you need to let that inspire you to turn to him. Or as it says in 2 Peter 3.15, count the patience of our Lord as salvation. When you understand God's patience, you also understand something about God's salvation, his heart for us. Running out, they would not obey. 
The only way to cleanse the world was fried for 40 days But in the eyes of God a man named Noah found grace God gave him time to build a boat so he could float away He knows that we will sometimes sin But gives us time to turn to him God is patient with us God is patient with us He waited for the perfect time And sent his son to earth to die God is patient with us God is patient with us Jonah had a missionary trip he had to take He didn't like the Ninevites, so he chose to run away He knew God was patient and if people there would pray The grace of God would cover them and they'd be okay He knows that we will sometimes sin But gives us time to turn to Him God is patient with us God is patient with us he waited for the perfect time And sent his son to earth to die God is patient with us God is patient with us His promises are never slow But he delays his wrath to show God is patient with us God is patient with us So take the Savior by the hand It's time for you to understand God is patient with us The Lord is merciful and gracious Slow to anger and full of love Whatever you do, He is patient with you Even when you mess up But don't get complacent Turn away from sin Just count the patience of the Lord As salvation It's time to turn to God Him. God is patient with us. God is patient with us. He waited for the perfect time and sent His Son to earth to die. God is patient with us. God is patient with us. His promises are never slow, but He delays His wrath to God show. God is patient with us. God is patient with us. So take the Savior by the hand It's time for you to understand God is patient with us He is patient with us He is patient with us So patient with us When most of us think about patience, the first thing that comes to mind is those times when we are experiencing a tough situation and are waiting for things to get better. 
Good news, we can be patient during hardships. In fact, the Bible teaches us that we can use these very situations to develop more patience, and that leads to even better things. James 1, 2-4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Steadfastness means patient loyalty to God in the face of a difficult situation. Now, the only person who has ever been able to live a perfect life is Jesus, but you need to know that if you patiently remain in Christ, never giving up and going your own way, you can live your life within His perfection. Romans 5.3 says, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. You can know that when you are experiencing a time of suffering, if you allow God's joy to carry you through it, you will develop endurance and patience. And those times of suffering will definitely come. Just before his death, Jesus took his disciples aside for a long talk. During that talk, in a section you can read in Mark 13, 9-13, Jesus gave them a long list of awful things that were going to happen to them. Some of these things may happen to you too. Jesus ended his prediction with this statement, But the one who endures to the end will be saved. In a similar passage in Luke 21, 19, he said, By your endurance you will gain your lives. It is critical that we have enough patience to endure hardships and even persecution. Our very lives may depend on it. Maybe that's why we should rejoice when we experience trials that can train us in patience. How does a bodybuilder gain the strength to pick up heavy weights? By picking up lighter weights until his muscles are trained enough to lift heavier ones. You should be joyful when you experience small trials because they will train you in patience and endurance for the times when you experience worse ones so you can come through them with flying colors. Indeed, in a story where Jesus was talking about how we can bear fruit and accomplish great things for God, patience plays a key role. They, the true disciples of God, are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. I prayed to the Father and really believed At first I felt better, my fear was relieved But trusting is hard and I tried to stay strong My faith seemed to vanish when it just took too long I never took the time to consider There might be another way I felt so restless I felt confused Perpetually guilty Condemned and accused Aching of failure I wanted more A way to do better Than I had done before Finally took the time to consider There might be a better way 
when I'm suffering I'm gonna rejoice when I'm facing a trial I'll count it all joy I'll hold on to goodness and never let go I can't do it alone but there's one thing I know I'll trust in the spirit I'll rest at his feet when I am in Jesus I am perfect and complete Fragile, defenseless, exposed every day Destruction is only a whisper away but I know there's more than the trouble I see I've unlocked the secret, discovered the key I finally took the time to consider There might be a better way When I'm suffering I'm gonna rejoice when I'm facing a trial I'll count it all joy I'll hold on to goodness And never let go I can't do it alone But there's one thing I know I'll trust in the Spirit I'll rest at His feet When I am in Jesus I am perfect and complete I found my center The place I can rest Where calmness awaits me When I am distressed I answer with patience In the threatening hour Quiet in Jesus Strong with His power when I'm suffering, I'm gonna rejoice When I'm facing a trial, I'll count it all joy I'll hold on to goodness and never let go I can't do it alone, but there's one thing I know I'll trust in the Spirit, I'll rest at His feet when I am in Jesus, I am perfect and complete. Sometimes the hardest thing to be patient with is other people, but the Bible teaches that we should be patient with others. Fortunately, we have a tool to help us through that, God's love. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, Paul said in Ephesians 4, 1-2. 
In 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, he expanded on this idea a little further. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. If you want to live a life of love, patience is going to be a part of it. In 1 Thessalonians 5.14, Paul gives us a few examples of the kinds of people you will need to be patient with. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. The people who require our patience are people with problems, and those aren't always the easiest people to be patient with. Fortunately, God promises that he will empower us to do so. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, it says in Romans 15, 4 through 6. Did you notice that Paul mentioned another tool to help us be patient? What was written in the former days and the encouragement of the scriptures, meaning stories from the Bible, like the stories of Noah, Moses, and even Jonah, give us hope and help us endure with patience. God commends us when we imitate people who live a godly life of patience. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints, as you still do. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness to have the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. That's Hebrews 6, 10-12. When you begin to live a life of patience, God will notice. And when that verse talks about patience providing assurance of hope until the end, that's not an exaggeration. In the Bible book that is all about the end of time, Revelation, we find God still commending the church at Ephesus for their patience. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. That's from Revelation 2, 2 through 3. Being patient with others and being patient through times of hardship is one way we can know that we are growing more and more like our Savior Jesus. In harmony with one another That's the way that we live In accord with Christ Jesus Together with one voice we glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I urge you, brothers, to walk worthy of the calling you've received. I urge you, sisters, help the idle, the faint-hearted, and the weak. Be patient with them because everyone falls and everyone needs grace so show patience and in jesus name with love serve all the saints in harmony with one another In a cold
together with one voice we glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you sisters, God doesn't overlook good work you do. I tell you brothers, that God desires to give back hope to you. And if you suffer long, He'll help you to be strong. His love and use the key. Just show Him patience, and in Jesus' name you'll live in harmony. In harmony with one another. That's the way that we live. In accord with Christ Jesus Together with one voice We glorify the God And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ Love is patient, love is kind It's not arrogant or rude it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but does rejoice in truth. Not irritated, not resentful, not insisting on what's yours. Love bears and believes, and hopes and endures in harmony. In accord with Christ Jesus Together with one voice We glorify the God And the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ God is patient with us We can be patient during hardships And we should be patient with others I hope you take the time to look up some of the scripture verses we've talked about here, but if you only have a little bit of time and you want to read more about patience, try James 5, 7-11 or Hebrews 3. Please visit blog.wordgoproject.com for more about the WordGo Project or listen to all of our episodes at podcast.wordgoproject.com. Thank you for studying the Bible with us. We look forward to seeing you again next time.